Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. With all of the mixed messages out there and not knowing when or how things will get back to even what we'll see as a new normal, the current pandemic leaves us all in a state of uncertainty. We just don't know how bad things will get. And we're starting to see this reflected in people's behavior. People are stockpiling toilet paper, okay? Now, I still don't understand why that was the first thing <laughs> that went, but you know, grabbing other products and fear of running out of things, this scarcity mindset has caused a trickle-down effect in the way that people are even handling this feeling of uncertainty and a lack of control with each other. Now, uncertainty is scary, you know, especially with this magnitude. Uncertainty is anxiety-inducing for everyone, but not everyone is affected on the same scale. That's what makes it really tricky. People with anxiety also tend to have a lower threshold or tolerance for coping with uncertainty. Less anxious people then may have a higher threshold for accepting the unknown and managing their reaction to certain times. Whether you are able to handle the anxiety of the unknown better than others, now let's throw dating in the mix. You know, there are some people who become paralyzed with fear and they're putting dating on hold saying, what's the point? If I can't meet anyone, why put the energy into something that isn't real? It's, it just doesn't feel like a real kind of date or relationship. And then there are others who want to date, but they're not sure what to do or how to progress on their virtual interactions. And then there are some, like many of my clients, who I'm happy to say are in full-blown virtual relationships, who are actually reporting that these are better relationships than they've ever experienced before. But if you think about it, dating before the pandemic has always been uncertain. In fact, many experienced a hard time dating because they were always trying to control the outcome. So I want to share an interesting study that I found around dating and uncertainty. New research into the science of decision-making and attraction and dating actually revealed that a state of uncertainty actually is beneficial to the dating process and that it might be a viable relationship building strategy after all. It turns out across many domains, people are drawn to uncertainty. When we are unsure of an you know, important outcome, whether it be, will he ever call, you know, we quite naturally think about it. Did she lose my number? Maybe he's just very busy this week. I probably shouldn't have mentioned my credit card debt. And perhaps the more of a potential positive outcome, a date, is on our mind, the more we come to value and desire that outcome. So the longer we stare at that phone and wonder, the more desperately we want it to ring. So now I'm not saying playing games necessarily is the good thing to do, but what I want to introduce to you and give tips around is how you can use this state of uncertainty to benefit you while dating. The beauty of uncertainty in dating and relationships is that it is in this space 
that our ultimate growth evolves and where we can find more joy and more happiness than anywhere. I'm working with a client right now who before quarantine time used to date as if she was conducting a bunch of interviews. Now, she was the quintessential dating archetype I speak about called the list lady. Now, for those of you who haven't heard my dating archetypes, definitely check out that earlier episode. I think it's 85. But to review, she, like many list ladies, was constantly checking off the list on dates and in the end decided that no one can ever really fulfill her requirements. But she would constantly give up and say, Kim, there's just no good men out there. I'm so done. And because there was too much focus and emphasis on completing the checklist during the date, it became a Q&A interview rather than just being in the moment and having fun and getting to know the guy. In other words, she was always getting attached to the outcome and trying to control and predict it. Therefore, she never had relationships and dating situations last longer than six months or even get to the second date. And if this sounds like you, by the way, the state of uncertainty is going to feel even more anxiety producing for you. But the good news, and this is what was true with my client, is that we worked through this uncertainty to benefit her and taught her how to date. And she really came out almost better than she was before. So what happened is that... She learned to let go of the list, be in the moment, and use social situations to create opportunities, no matter what the outcome may be. And because that she is finding her interactions online more connected and emotionally fulfilling more than ever before, you can learn how to use this kind of uncertainty to date without attachment and possibly find more connected relationships. Now, why this is important is to overcome this innate urge to self-protect during periods of uncertainty and use it instead to instill personal growth. Now, I know what you're thinking. This sounds like a lot of psychobabble. Kim, this is easy for you to say. And, you know, it's another thing to really try dating someone when you have no idea whether or not you can meet or if it will work out. And you're right. There's no guarantees. But The lack of guarantee and certainty existed outside of this epidemic, right? And if you are the type of person who had difficulties progressing on dates, getting in your head, attracting emotionally disconnected relationships, then this is the perfect opportunity to slow down and learn how to date differently without getting too attached to the outcome. In fact, when you do that, you'll find that you might have healthier and more connected interactions than you did before. But it's not easy to do when you don't have a plan and you remain paralyzed with your anxiety. So what's the best way for learning how to deal with the uncertainty in the area of our lives? The good news is, is there are methods of dealing with this nagging feelings of dread. We can't stop hurricanes, bad news, pandemics, or the clock, but it helps to focus on what you can control, and that is yourself. This is where the empowerment comes in. Okay, so here are five tips to help you deal with this uncertainty and use it to your potential. Number one is 
getting a productive mindset in place. You know, it's learning how to identify and tune out unproductive worrying. Productive worries tend to lead to actions that give us more control of the environment, whereas unproductive worries make us feel even more anxious and uncertain, thus leading to that vicious cycle. So if you keep this in mind and you try to differentiate how much of your worrying is productive, making sure that there's enough food in the house, for instance, right? Like that's productive versus unproductive saying up, you know, okay, I'm going to stay up all night thinking about the worst case scenarios, watching the news incessantly. If there's nothing you can do about it, it's not yours to worry. So, you know, if you just kind of tune out the worrisome thoughts, I know that's not easy, especially if you're an anxious person. But with that being said, the act of taking a step back and recognizing what is and isn't worth the worry can really be a great first step. So for instance, worrying if a guy you see in a profile doesn't fit the bill as being your boyfriend, that's unproductive, okay? You're thinking way too much about it and you're getting in your head and then you're missing opportunities versus seeing someone that looks interesting and having a conversation with them. And booking some virtual dates to see how you feel. That's more in the moment. And it's way more kind of productive energy for you to use. Remember, you are actually wasting more time by vetting and worrying versus having a couple conversations and staying present. So that's the first thing, a productive mindset. Second, develop habits and routines for a sense of control. Think about it. The current circumstances have disrupted everyone's normal routine in large ways and small ways. And much of the uncertainty comes from the lack of an end date to the social distancing, to normal life. And, you know, we can create our own routines. And guess what? That will give us structure and a sense of control, even on a smaller, more individual scale. There is no right or wrong routine, but choosing a few things and sticking to them help more than you realize. So hold yourself accountable and do things like a daily exercise routine, changing out your pajamas, actually getting dressed for a Zoom date, for instance, or trying out new cooking recipes. Like even those things matter. Habits become automatic and give us a sense of predictability and control, which is crucial in this state of feeling uncertain. Not knowing how things will pan out is scary, but some structure and setting small attainable goals can be powerful pillars to keep you going. So an example of this might be having a routine and structure around dating. Pick times of the day to go on the apps and pick social times for your Zoom dates so that you have structure to it. And in turn, you'll have more positive energy around it. What the biggest mistake I hear people are making is that they're getting really burnt out because they're just, you know, going on the apps in spurts. And so maybe they'll spend three hours one day just swiping and they get totally numbed out, burned out. And then there are other days then they feel lonely. If you put more structure around it, so let's say every day at five o'clock to six o'clock, you will dedicate that time towards dating. And whatever that may look like, you do it. 
short spurts in a structured, predictable way is the way to go. All right. So that's the second thing. Develop habits and routines for that sense of control. Number three, focus on gratitude and change your perspective. It's amazing how gratitude can transform anxiety. Like when you find the silver lining in a new reality, it's super important. And you may not always know why or how or when of things, but you can reframe your perspective by acknowledging unexpected upsides and being thankful for what you do have. You know, during this quarantine, for example, you only have to dress up from the waist up. Like that's kind of a positive. (laughs) You can wear your yoga pants and sweatpants. You don't have to have the full outfit. That's a different perspective. You have dates on the calendar to look forward to. You don't have the pressure of getting physical with someone too soon. You get to practice building emotional connection and knowing someone in a more vulnerable, authentic way without the pressure of being physical too. So again, that's a different perspective than saying, oh, I can't meet anybody. What's the point of dressing up? I'm just going to stay in bed all day. I'm not going to shower. You know, it again, it's seeing the positives and that really does make a difference in these times of uncertainty. All right. Number four, seek humor and find the playfulness of this uncertain time. Okay, I mean, be honest. There are there's a lot of humor we can all find in what we are going through and that in essence connects us. You know, whether it's a TV show, funny tweets, memes, or doing funny things on dates, humor is very much about the here and now. And the more we're in that headspace, the less our minds travel to the future and remind us of how uncertain it is. Um, A client that I was working with shared a fun date she recently had where she played that 20 questions game. And I think she did a little like truth or dare with her date. And they had so much fun, you know, and she was saying to me, gosh, I never would have done that had I gone out on a first date to happy hour with a guy. You know, I know that those days I usually was more stiff and more proper. So it's kind of allowing people to let go and, and be more playful with one another. It's breaking down barriers and being more playful in ways that they would never do before. So there's a sense of effort, you know, it's like, I don't care. I'm just going to go do something and be silly. And not that not caring attitude allows people to be playful and fun. And guess what? That is super attractive. And finally, number five is avoid overconsumption and controlling behaviors. Now, this is this is something that if you have a tendency towards, you know, having addictive behaviors or, or ways that, you know, you overcompensate or self-soothe by doing things in excess, this is where you got to be really careful. Obsessive consumption of information even grasping for some kind of certainty can actually make things worse. And trying to fill the void left by feelings of uncertainty with escapist behaviors like excessive drinking, using drugs, engaging in emotional eating, denying there's a problem will also exacerbate the problem. So you got to first, you know, acknowledge what we can't control and you know, you have to say we can't change everything. You know, and I know that sometimes for certain people, that's harder than others. Wanting to know and control 
everything fuels that uncertainty. So of course, seeking out information is vital and keeping up with the news is important, but constantly refreshing your news feed and social media and numbing out on Tinder to fill the gaps only adds to the anxiety and the burnout. So instead, accept the situation and find more balance in your day with healthy eating, exercise, self-care. You got to find healthy ways to replace that kind of need to overindulge. Using dating instead as a way to connect with people and keep that social muscle going, for instance, is way better than just numbing out as a distraction. And that's a big difference. So overall, you can learn how to use uncertainty to date without attachment and possibly find more connected relationships. Okay, time for the letter. I've been getting a lot of email, as you can imagine, trying to figure out this whole thing. And this is from Susie. And she said, I have tried online dating for a while and I am not liking it because there just is a ton of fake people and not getting past first dates. I feel totally burnt out and recently just gave up. But if I were to be really honest, I don't usually get past the first date out in the real world and probably could get some help on my dating profile, conversations, and flirting. I tend to be on the shy side, so trying to land a date and having conversations online is even harder. Should I just wait until this whole quarantine is over? I'm exhausted and I feel defeated. So part of me says, why even bother, especially when things are so uncertain? And I may not be able to meet anyone anyway. Oh, Susie, that sounds exhausting and frustrating. And I know a lot of you listening feel that. I can totally see how you feel that dating burnout happening and desire to give up. But this is the perfect time to get a handle on this so that you come out better than you were before. The truth is that you had challenges, and you you said this, around things not progressing before all of this even happened with the quarantine. So why not use this time to learn to do things a little differently? It's hard to do that, I know, but you know, you have to have a plan, especially when you feel uncertain about things. So here's what I would recommend. Number one. Don't go in and use virtual dating thinking that you're trying to land a boyfriend. I have a feeling you're doing that a little bit and you're getting really frustrated and then you feel desperate and then things are backfiring. You know, really get in the mindset that this is practice so that you can learn how to progress in conversations and get over some of your shyness in the comfort of your own home. I'm telling you, my shy people are thriving right now. I can't even tell. Those are the people who are getting in the virtual relationships because they're using this time to practice some of this stuff. And can you only imagine if you practice how to get out of your shell now, how much easier it will be when you get back out there. All right. Number two, take a hard look at what you are saying in your conversations online. So are you asking, you know, boring questions? Are you like, are you saying, how's your day? Hi. Hey, Ugh. I've seen so many of those and I, it, it's maddening to me. And, and then people get mad why things aren't progressing on dates or even broad stroke questions like, how was your Friday? Hope you had a good day. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, what are you supposed to say from that? 
So just firing questions and not sharing anything about yourself, your conversations are going to crash and burn. Usually conversations crash if you are not contributing to what, you know, somebody is saying or how you're feeling. And so then if you're just constantly either asking them questions and they're boring and broad, they feel bored or interrogated. So really pay attention to that and try to share more and not just wait for them to ask you questions. you got to bring something to the table as well. It's a two-way street. Okay, number three, practice flirting. My guess is just from the fact that you're not progressing is that you're playing it safe and you're not flirting. So men are not taking it to the next level with you because you're falling into the friend zone. I'm just guessing. Obviously, I don't know you. But remember, this isn't a LinkedIn exchange or an interview. This is a person you possibly want to date. So use this time to have fun. Use humor and and play. Like I was saying earlier, stop playing it so safe. You can learn how to use uncertainty to date without attachment and possibly find more connected relationships. You just got to learn how. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that put you all in a more positive, hopeful mindset and learn to just let go of the attachment of the future and just enjoy what today brings. And you'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Thanks for joining me today. It's been the Charisma Quotient. Always, I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, go to my site, kimmyseltzer.com, K-I-M-M-Y, seltzer.com. And I hope this inspired you today and give you hope to use the time to be a stronger dater and find love. If you're listening to this and you relate to feeling that dating burnout and riddled with anxiety around the uncertainty to date, take advantage of my free breakthrough calls. You know, book it here. There's a link in the show notes. That 30 minutes could perhaps give you the momentum you need and clarity you're looking for. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. <laughs>